This is a GRDC podcast. Hello, I'm Tony Crowley. In this podcast, WA Department of Primary Industries and Regional Development Research Officer and Frost Specialist, Dr Ben Binolf, discusses harvest and salvage options for frost-affected cereal crops, as well as what to consider if you intend holding on to seed from a frost-affected crop. Deb Bishop caught up with Ben Bidolf at DPIRD's Frost Evaluation Trial Site at Dale, about 100 kilometres east of Perth. For a lot of growers, you know, doing nothing and harvesting the crop as per normal is part of their current frost management strategy, and that's a sound strategy, uh, particularly in areas where there's not many other salvage options available, where the hay's not a, not a high priority or a high, there's not a high fodder demand. Um, that's one of the primary strategies used in some of the large production areas. The main issue with harvesting frosted crops is they are tougher to harvest. They're harder on the machine to actually harvest because of the, there's a lot of residual sugars generally left in the plant tissue um, and that can gum up the, the machine. Um, it also, frosted crops also get a lot of bacterial infection uh, post-frost event, so there's a lot of saprophytic bacteria which populations bloom and so you end up with a lot of dust um, and we can end up with a lot of head of fires after that from spontaneous combustion of that dust through the machine. So growers just can urge to make sure they clean down and check and maintain their machine very regularly during frost because even though you might not be pulling in much grain, the machine itself is working really hard and there's a lot of dust which contribute to that fire risk at harvest. I'm interested to learn about other options. Uh, just a brief overview of some other options that might be available. Uh, harvest it as per normal, cut for hay and make hay out of the frosted crop instead of letting it go through to grain. The other option which growers quite often use is, is hay freezing, so spray out the crop, uh, get really good weed seed control as well, um, and then graze it. And the other main option that growers use is grazing, so just putting livestock into those frosted crops, particularly if there's, um, you know, the, the growing season outlook for the rest of the remainder of the year is quite low, so there's not much soil, soil moisture, um, and you're short on fodder, then grazing frosted crops is quite often occurs as well. A key part of uh, frost management, of course, is having tactics to manage seed retention after harvest. Uh, tell me in particular, is it possible to assess cereal damage from frost? Yeah, so the easiest way to assess cereal damage when you're looking at it from a seed perspective is just to put the header in the paddock um, and look at the quality of the grain sample that's coming in. So paddock inspection, is there a particular technique there that's... Yeah, so I mean, obviously you use your, your, your current knowledge about where you think the frost damage is in the landscape and if you're trying to go on specifically out to harvest seed, then you go to the higher parts in the landscape where you think there's going to be less frost damage um, and harvest those as you would normally um, and then just check in the grain tank to look for, you know, frost affected grains and make sure there's not too much shriveled grain and immature grain in the sample. Okay, testing seed? Yeah, so growers pretty much when they do that, they need to do some germination tests, but when they're at harvest, when they actually know they've got frosted seed, they need to retain around 20 to 40% more grain than normal, because obviously when we're grading, when, the, when that seed goes through the grading process, obviously we have to grade that a lot heavier to get out the frost affected seeds. Um, obviously then we grade the seed, and then after that do a germination test um, on, on the quality seed that you've managed to get from those crops. Is it possible to identify parts of the paddock that might be better suited to harvesting seed to retain for planting? Yeah, so growers will ne generally know where those least frost affected parts of the paddock are, particularly when they start their normal harvest program um, and they will see the grain coming in through the grain tank behind them. Um, they can pick the least frosted areas uh, to retain those for seed. What's your advice in regard to using alter alternative sources of any new varieties that growers might be bulking up with? I mean, growers just need to look at what the quality is that they've got. Obviously, they don't want to compromise 
the, the, the cropping program in the following season. So they need to be conscious of the fact that you know, some of their seed may not be suitable for, for next year. Are there storage considerations post-harvest? Generally with frost affected grain, it's similar to any other weather damaged grain, whether it's pre-harvest sprouting or um, frost. Um, generally we recommend that growers retain more seed than what they normally would and then do a germination test just prior to seeding so that they can increase their seeding rate accordingly to make sure they get good establishment. So with those germination tests, how would growers go about doing that? So most state departments um, across Australia offer a, a germination testing service to growers. Um, or there's plenty of information online around how growers can do that themselves. How long should growers uh, hold on to frost affected seed for? As with most weather damaged seed, whether it's from frost or pre-harvest sprouting, it's recommended that growers don't keep and retain that seed for more than one season. So harvest it one year, keep it for the next year um, and put it in the next year. Don't keep it for successive seasons because the viability of those seed sources, those harvest, those weather damaged seed can reduce quite quickly in storage. Frost specialist Dr Ben Bidolf from WA's Department of Primary Industries and Regional Development. For more information go to GRDC's website grdc.com.au and search Serial Frost ID Guide. You've been listening to a GRDC podcast. I'm Tony Crowley.